This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield and Ward White. All right, it's a couple of minutes after 4 o'clock. 4.02 as we welcome you into the program. This is Game Time on a Monday. And, Ward, it seems like every time uh, we uh, walk in the room to get rolling, it is one of those crazy, wacky days. And I think today is going to be just exactly the same with the, uh, the with the news that came out this morning. And I don't think that that news caught anybody by surprise. No, it didn't. I mean, we said that it may be official by Monday. Well, Monday it is, and it's official now that they're gone. <laughs> Early Monday. I mean, you know, it's like uh, let's wake up and set the alarms and and when the when the chickens crow, then we're going to we're going to release this statement. But uh, yeah, it's it's done and it was done simultaneously uh with uh, Texas and Oklahoma. So, uh you know, now there the the list of questions just stacks up at least for me. How long does this thing last as, hmm. as it is put together today mm-hmm. and i think one year was is my answer uh i don't i don't see this league looking exactly the the same in 2022 as it's going to in 2021 do you i don't think so i mean they're trying to say that it's gonna happen they denied the rights in 2025 it's not gonna make it to 2025 i i don't see how it can there's no way i just don't see how it can um <laughs> so i mean because other people want to get their feet um planted somewhere and so i don't think the big 12 if nothing else can survive till 2025 no i agree and for me i think if the big 12 is to survive in some shape form or fashion they've got to start doing some things and being aggressive and publicly aggressive sure to you know to the message has got to be out there hey we're going to go do x y and z but i don't think there's an x y and z out there honestly Somebody better figure something out, or you all are going to go scattering. And again, I'm, I'm like we talked about last week. You know, we're unified until we're not unified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, sure. And, and the first one to go, but then it becomes a domino effect. You know, well, I think so. And and I still go back to, you know, it all comes down to money. Let's not make a mistake about it. And I don't know that there is a marquee program out there that the Big Twelve could add that. Fox or ESPN or CBS or any of the major networks would say, "Yeah, that's a good deal. Let's let's do a television deal with these with these teams." I just don't I don't see it. I mean, people say BYU maybe, but I don't. That's that's a big maybe. Yeah, and I don't I don't know that that even pushes the needle. Not like in Texas or Oklahoma. No, no, I no. agree with you. I agree with you. And, and not, I'm not saying that they're not better than Texas. No, I'm just there's saying. There's a lot of teams better in Texas right now. But, but football wise. But, but brand it's not wise, a, it's not there you go. But it's, brand wise, they're not. They're not. It, it it is about the brand, make no mistake about it. And it's about television and it's about dollars. I mean sure. it's not about basketball. It, it, I mean you could you could go find enough teams to put a Big Twelve conference together sure you could. where the remaining teams could stay in that bubble and you could put enough teams in there. But is it going to be a good enough conference to make the money that it needs to survive? And I don't think it is. I heard it's, I heard somebody today, and boy, you know, there's so much that's uh, going around. Uh, but I heard one today that I totally disagreed with. 
you know, the guy said, hey, it's it's not about the footprint of the league anymore. That, you know, he said, you can get on a plane and fly from Dallas to L.A. in two hours. It's not about that. And I totally disagree with that. It may not be for football, but when you start talking about the totality of your of your athletic department and your school and in the league, yeah, I mean, again, you're you're talking about watching uh, a baseball game or a softball game that begins at nine o'clock at night on the West Coast. So yeah, I, I think I think that still has something to do with how you position yourself. Well, that probably has something to do with it too but also it also has something to do with travel purposes for your fans Mm -hmm. i mean how many how many baylor tcu tech name any of them that are left over are going to go out to the west coast three or four times a year to watch their team play that's a great point i mean zero if if you're in the pac-12 how many drivable trips are there? None. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there there are, but I mean, right, reasonably and, drivable. No, yeah, and, and that that's a very valid point. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things to consider. And, and I, I and keep, you talk about football too. Well, you get take a night a, game out there, right? And you carry a caravan too. You take the yeah. band, you take the cheerleaders, you take. I mean, everything is supposed to go with you, right? That's the pageantry of college football. How much is that going to cost you to load them out there every week? Right, you kind of you kind of get the picture of West Virginia now, don't you? Yeah, I mean because they're coming this way every week. Sure, uh, you know, but I would just just think about how we used to cover a game, get home, and then you'd still be able to see three quarters of a Pac-12 the late game from a Pac. You're talking two-hour time difference mm-hmm. when you're talking about the Pac-12. If you're staying in the middle of the country, or if you're going east. Yeah, the footprint doesn't really matter, in my opinion. But if you're going left, it does. Yeah, I think it matters going too far right, too, just because of what I said, carrying all your fans. And the reason why West Virginia can do that, I think, I may be totally way off base, but I think is because of the big TV money that the Big 12 brings, they can afford to do that. Maybe. I mean, what they get last year? What did everybody get? 38 mil? Yeah. So, you know, it was that. That makes some. a huge difference. So, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I, I just, if to me, if the league is to stay together, they've got to make a splash and they got to make it quickly. And, and I don't think, I don't think that's coming. I, I, I mean, mean, I don't know that there is a splash out there. It, I mean, who would it be? I don't know. I mean, not my job to find figure that out. But I mean, if you're going to do that, hey, look, you well, can't. Yeah, you do. You you would have to. I yeah. agree 100 percent with what you're saying. You would have to. I just don't. And it's not UCF and in Houston and and, and and no disrespect to those schools, but they're not going to carry the same weight as Oklahoma and Texas did, brand wise and fan base wise. They don't. Yeah. So. If you're going to make a splash, I'll say it again. If you're going to make a splash, you better make it in a hurry. Because if not, all these other teams that say we're unified, they're all out there working their own little deals. And then you have then you have the league just splintered. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, w- w- <laughs> would you be surprised if a Kansas, Kansas State, and Iowa State unified and made a little announcement that they're going someplace? I mean, kind of makes sense to package those three, doesn't it? Well, yeah. I don't know. Because of proximity. Absolutely. I mean, so I'm just saying, you would love to... You, I would but like they to... Could go into the, they could go into the Big Ten and be okay because right. the dollars are already there. Yeah. I would like to buy... I would, I would like to be a buyer 
when it comes to the league is unified and and, and it's but I'm not. I, I think they want to be. I do too. I mean, I mean, I don't think that that until push comes to shove. Yeah, and, and again, it's it all sounds fun to to be unified and and say, hey, we're going to add some teams. But again, I don't I don't know who those teams are that can bring them the dollars to keep it together. And then you start looking around, going, okay, where does where does that leave Baylor? Yeah. Where does that leave Oklahoma State? Where does that leave Texas Tech? Uh, you know. Where, where does that – let's say it is unified. Where does that – where do those eight teams – what do those eight teams then do under the direction of Commissioner Bowlesby? <laughs> where do they go? What do they do? I have no idea. You cannot – And now, if you want to say, hey, look, we're going to take a step back and we're going to add a couple of teams, but we, we get that we're not going to be in that mix – well, I mean, they could do that. I mean, and, and, I absolutely, they could they could add a few teams and they could be a conference, but it's not going to be the dollars that you were you were getting. No, it's, it's not even going to be gone. close to that. No, and I mean, are you really going to be a a legitimate Power Five conference at that point? Don't know. Probably not. Oh no! If you add, if we, if you're adding, if you like, add Memphis and Cincinnati. No, 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 no. That ship sailed. Right. That that ship sailed. Again, if you're going to try to remain a player, if you will, and maybe that's not a fair word, but I'm just telling you that's kind of what it is. It's the haves and the have-nots now in college football, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. I mean, look where we are. NIL and in, in the transfer portal, boy, they have just got slid to the back burner. Now look where we are. You want to talk about the face of college athletics changing. Because uh, this is going to be a domino effect because you are going to see the other conferences doing things. I saw a deal where the Pac-12 says, well, right now we're not interested in expanding, but we'll listen. What's that tell you? They absolutely are listening. Well, sure. And will listen. I mean, they're going to do their due diligence, as is the Big Ten, as is the ACC. Because they know that if it goes to the four power conferences, they need to be a player or they're going to be left out. You're either buying or selling, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's kind of where it is right now. All right, uh, 12 minutes after four, Ryan Aber from the Oklahoman will join us a little later on in the broadcast. Well, in fact, in just a couple of minutes, we'll get caught up on, on the OU perspective. We'll also talk with Scott Chasen from uh, two, Kansas 247 Sports and uh, see where the uh, where, what the Jayhawks uh, get, get the, a check on the pulse of the Jayhawks with all this fun stuff going on. And uh, if everything goes according to our good friend Hoyle, we're going to try to work uh, Roger Wallace from KXAN down in Austin into the program. Uh, he, he's got some TV obligations, so we're going to try to get uh, Roger on the program, but uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, I want to see, you know, uh, what just kind of what, uh, what, what, what they're feeling in Austin today. Uh, you know, again, as you pointed out, Texas, Oklahoma kind of been the, uh, the big guys on the uh, – on the uh, on the block when it comes to the Big 12 and boy how do you're uh, you're just a guy now I think if you're Texas yeah the brand's uh, still there yeah but you're not you're not bullying anybody around like you've been doing no no so we'll see all right uh, 13 minutes after four it's 4 13 this is game time on ESPN Central Texas 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and still very warm with low temperatures falling to 76 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. There is a 20% chance of a shower in the afternoon. A high of 99 with a heat index of 104. And on Wednesday, partly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower and a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. John Morris's Big 12 football previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. The Spectrum Big 12 football previews. Presented by State Farm agents Bob Anderson, Bart Roman, and Mike McKenzie. George's Restaurant and Catering. And Spectrum. Weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Oklahoma and Texas officially notified the Big 12 this morning that they will not renew their grants of media rights following the expiration in 2025, according to a joint statement released by both schools. The Houston Texans have initially insisted they would not trade Deshaun Watson shifted their stance on the quarterback's trade availability earlier this offseason and have been willing to field offers from interested teams. Currently, the U.S. is in second in the medal count. China leads with 18, the U.S. has 14, and Japan with 13. The Olympics continue today with medal rounds in swimming, shooting, and women's triathlon. Texas Rangers are on their longest losing streak since 1982, 12 straight, and have a much-needed day off before hosting the Diamondbacks tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 417, 17 after 4. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Tom and Ward and Aaron. We're glad you're with us here on a Monday afternoon. Let's go to the phone lines and let's talk some Big 12 football and let's talk some Big 12 sports with uh, Ryan Aber from the Oklahoman. Hey, Ryan, what is Oklahoma looking at and, and why the move now? Is this more about recruiting? Is this more about the Big 12's foresight? What do you think kind of tilted things for OU? Well, I, I think like a lot of things, it comes right down to money and, and being able to see that money that they could make in the, the SEC versus what they uh, were and are and would be making in the Big 12, I, I think was the big tipping point uh, for, for them to go the other way. And that's not that there weren't other considerations, but when you combine uh, the financial aspect of it with the expansion of the playoff and the fact that it wouldn't hurt OU's hopes of making the playoffs the way it would in the 14 system with the move to the, the, the 12-team playoff, I think that uh, those things uh, led us to where we are today with, with OU uh, and Texas uh, announcing that they're not going to extend the grant of rights after 2024-25 uh, and uh, almost certainly leaving to go to the SEC. Ryan, does this thing get to 2024? Does this league are, are they playing football as a as 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 the way it looks today in 2023? I, I don't see a way uh, that that's going to happen. I, I think that maybe you could see it going to next year uh, with with the league intact or, or very close to intact, but I, I don't think beyond that it's going to be feasible uh, to to play Big 12 football. I think now we're just in a situation where You've got two sides, and, and those two sides being OU and Texas on one and uh, the other eight schools on the other, and they're sort of playing chicken with each other, just who's going to blink first? Is it going to be OU and Texas uh, to, to leave first and pay that what would be a pretty astronomical sum to leave, or is it going to be uh, one or multiples of those other eight schools that say, hey, you know, we've got this opportunity to leave and, and join this other conference or however they're going to do it, and, you know, we need to move on, then the whole thing just falls apart and, and OU and Texas are able to leave without paying uh, nearly as much money or, or any money at all. So uh, it's going to be a fascinating period of time here that isn't going to just end when the announcement is made official that OU and Texas have been invited to and uh, accepted uh, the offer from the SEC. Because as we've seen with, you know, some of these other things, I think uh, – um, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, when Missouri announced uh, they had planned to, to hang on to the Big 12 for a couple more seasons, just made it through the one more season before they were able to move. That timeline changed, and I think we could see a similar thing here. What does this do? Let's go to recruiting now for Texas and OU. Does this bolster them by being able to keep some kids closer to them because of the fact that they don't have the SEC coming in and saying, hey, you can play in the SEC, the best conference in the country. Now they're right along there with them. Does that help both of their recruiting bases? Absolutely. And I think when you look at their historical recruiting base in Texas, I think that's one thing that Texas A&M has been able to take advantage of. And one reason why Texas A&M is very strongly against this move because when Texas A&M made the move to the SEC, they could say, hey, if you want to play in the SEC and you want to stay close to home and play in the state of Texas, you got to go with us. Uh, now uh, that's not going to be the case. And, and also you just look at uh, the number of five-star recruits for, from the SEC versus the Big 12. 
that disparity. You look at the number of uh, four- and five-star defensive players, especially defensive linemen uh, who go to the SEC versus go to the the Big 12. Uh, That number is just just minuscule, the Big 12 and SEC, uh, the Big 12 side. So I I think that dynamic certainly changes a little bit. It makes it a little bit easier for OU and Texas uh, to do some different things, especially defensively uh, when it comes to recruiting. That's going to be something that's uh, really going to be interesting to keep an eye on here uh, over the next few years. Ryan, if, if the league, the Big 12, if, if the Big 12 is not able to, to keep this thing unified and together, just from your perspective, where does where, where, what's, what are some positive options for Oklahoma State? Yeah, I think that's going to be difficult. I mean, the, the, the Pac-12 is the one that, to me, makes the most sense for uh, for Oklahoma State uh, for a lot of reasons. I mean, heck, you look at just uh, straight TV ratings, and OU and, and OU and Texas are, are very clearly one and two in the Big 12, but Oklahoma State's uh, you know, a pretty strong number three there on that list. And I, I know the dynamic of, uh, television rights and, and markets and things have changed even in the last few years since uh, uh, since the last time realignment and everything sort of blew up. Uh, I believe it was 2016 when all that happened. So it's a, it's a different world now, but I, I think uh, for Oklahoma State, the, the best hope that they can get is hope to get a, an invitation to join the Pac-12 or I, I still don't think that merger uh, talk between the Pac-12 and Big 12 will go much of anywhere without OU in Texas. But uh, I think Oklahoma State is in as good a position as anybody to, to find a decent landing spot once this all uh, settles down. Ryan Aber with us from the Oklahoma talking uh, OU in Texas heading to the SEC. And, and Ryan, with the Sooners going to the SEC and the Longhorns going to the SEC, there's some bowl games out there and, and I know their idea is not, you know, we want to land in, in these bowl games, but that has to be a concern, too, because some of those are Big 12 sanctioned bowls, and the idea is to get into the 12 finals and, and get into the college football playoffs. But if they don't, do those bowl games survive, and do they find a way to migrate over to the SEC, or do you see them kind of moving around uh, the rest of the country? Yeah, I, I think that's going to be interesting to see, and, and not just because of this move, but because of the move to the 12-team playoff, just what bowl season looks like here moving forward. Do, do, does that number get trimmed down further? You know, last year, and obviously the pandemic played a big part of that, but I think uh, just the way that things were trending uh, before that sort of led to it, uh, we saw uh, several uh, bowl games get chopped entirely. I think that's probably going to continue to be the case. But, you know, there's been a lot of discussion with this move to the 12-team playoff, uh, how much bowls are going to be involved uh, in that deal. There have been talk about uh, on campus for those uh, first-round games uh, there, and, and there's been some talk about, well, maybe we want to keep those as, as bowl games and, and uh, you know, give those guys some, some premium games. So uh, that's going to be something that's going to be uh, fascinating to watch. Uh, just how different the bowl landscape looks uh, once we get to the expanded playoff uh, here in a couple of years. I want to take you back to the Big 12. Ryan, is there any way this league survives without Texas and Oklahoma? 
I just can't see it in any uh, in any way that keeps them anywhere close to a Power Five conference. I, I think without Texas and Oklahoma, uh, there's just there's no flagship there. There's no I don't think real appetite from uh, ESPN and uh, Fox and their television partners to to keep going on anywhere near the scale. Uh, I think I saw a CBS report earlier today that said that the Big 12 lost 50 to 75 percent of its uh, television value, uh, revenue, uh, media rights value with Texas and OU leaving. And I just, I don't think unless this turns into another conference USA, another, you know, American athletic conference, and I don't think that that's going to work because there are going to be some schools, I think, that have uh, have better options, which is why I think OU and Texas uh, put out that statement today that said, hey, we're, we're preparing to, uh, hang around to the end of our grant of rights because I think they know that that's not going to happen, that somebody is going to, to blink first. And, you know, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, a, a school like Kansas uh, to the Big Ten or, or Oklahoma State or somebody else to the Pac-12, I think uh, they have a feeling that uh, some, something else is going to fall before they do. So was, was yesterday's teleconference just a, a courtesy call? Yeah, I, I I don't think there was any real thought that they would hang around. It was just about, hey, we're we're at least going to listen to what you have to say and, and respect respect you there. But the fact that uh, there was that call last week where OU and Texas were invited and and didn't even take part, I think that was much more telling on all of this that uh, they're ready to move along. This is a process that's been going on behind the scenes for quite a while. Uh, and, I, and I don't think OU in Texas wanted it to become public quite when it did. They would have liked for it to uh, stay quiet for, for at least a little bit more until they could get to the process of actually uh, going through the votes. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, certainly been a wild, wild week for sure. Don't you think that you mentioned wanting the one of the other teams to blink? That's kind of in their favor, too, because – would that save them that seventy-six million buyout if somebody else blinks and then they go, "Yeah, well, sorry guys, we're gone." Yeah, I, I think it certainly would. It would give them one much more leverage in a negotiation, and two less people to negotiate with. And uh, you know, if somebody does that, everybody else sort of goes into a panic and uh, try to you know, you play musical chairs, and they wind up uh, you know trying to find their best landing spot, and then the league dissolves. If the league dissolves. Uh, you don't have anybody to pay at that point. So, um, yeah, I think right now it's, it's just as much about waiting for someone else uh, to, to make the call to, to sort of end this thing uh, rather than OU and Texas saying, hey, we're, we're going to bolt before uh, the, the spring of or summer of 2025. I, like I said, I don't think there's any way it gets to that point. I think somebody will blink and, and we'll have this thing set in motion pretty quickly i think uh, ou is playing in the sec if i had to guess i bet they're playing in the sec a year from now um but by 2023 i think there's no doubt that we'll have this thing settled and um ou and texas will not be playing in the big 12 at that point what happens to the battle of bedlam that's that's another thing that's going to be uh, a fascinating part of this whole thing my thought is that OU and Texas or OU and OSU get together 
and, and OU says, hey, let's, let's keep Bedlam a thing. Let's keep playing this thing. You get to have that home game, that marquee matchup, non-conference-wise, every couple of years. You know, let's uh, make it in uh, across uh, multiple sports, if not all sports, and, uh, you know, maybe get some concessions as far as what Oklahoma State is going to do as far as pushing to get every uh, cent that they're owed uh, in the end. And I think that's a way that maybe, especially if Oklahoma State gets overtures from uh, another conference, most likely the Pac-12, uh, that that's able to sort of help push them along toward uh, getting to that point. But I, I really hope Bedlam survives. It's great for the state. It's, it's uh, a, a fun rivalry, really, across all sports. Um, heck, uh, you know, most, most competitive in other sports other than football, uh, but certainly uh, has been an interesting one for football the last decade or so. As it's, a lot of years has, has been sort of a de facto title game before the title game was introduced. Um, so I, I hope it survives. Certainly not a, a certainty at this point, as we've seen a lot of rivalries, specifically Texas and Texas A&M and Missouri and Kansas, that I think all of us thought would always be a part of this sport that have gone away. And heck, I mean, OU and Nebraska was another one. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that, at least locally, I think is is one of the, the biggest storylines out of this whole thing is what happens to Bedlam. And some divides, uh, e- even around here, you know, there's some OU fans that say, hey, just forget it. Let's just move on. I think there's some OSU fans that say, hey, uh, you know, we don't want to deal with it anymore either. Uh, but I think there's a lot of people who also really want to see that that survive. Hey, Ryan, man, we uh, we appreciate the insight. Great stuff as uh, as usual, and and thanks so much for your time today. Thanks, uh, thanks for being on the program. Yeah, absolutely. Always appreciate y'all having me on. Thanks so much, and uh, hopefully we can get a chance to catch our breath here before two. <laughs> yeah, That's probably so, not going to happen for a while, right? So, so just a typical Monday in July, right? <laughs> Of course. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Thanks. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Ryan Aber from the uh, from the Oklahoman, our guest, and great insight uh, from the uh, OU perspective. And uh, so he's leaning Cowboys to the Pac-12. Hmm. And you know everybody that that we that's the popular answer for everybody it, right now. It is. And you know I haven't heard ACC. The only one I've heard ACC is West Virginia. West Virginia, and that and makes that's sense. a natural fit it, from. Geography, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but again, I was, you know, we're told that geography doesn't mean anything anymore when it comes to this stuff. Uh, you know, who they, I mean, when you envision the SEC, Missouri is the first name that pops in your mind, right? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, stop and think about where we are in college football today. Yeah. Uh, it is, it, it, it's crazy. There's a, and how do you keep calling it the SEC, Southeastern Conference, when you got teams from, Texas A&M, Texas, and uh, Missouri. Well, they're south, I guess. (laughs) They're not east, though. Uh, So anyway. But the brand is big enough that you can call it what you want. Well, there's 35 teams in the Big Ten. I mean, you know, so Mm -hmm. anyway. uh, 432, uh, we'll um, we'll continue this conversation uh, with uh, Scott Chasen coming up at the top of the hour. In the the meantime, we're going to get to some Cowboy news and notes for you here in just a couple of minutes. We'll also... uh, Talk about those red hot. Oh no, those uh, Texas Rangers. Uh, it's hot, all right. It's July, but that's one team that is not hot. Uh, management may be a little hot. Uh, fans a little hot, but on the field play, 
certainly not. We'll get to that here in a few minutes as well. But right now, we're going to take a second. We're going to talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. At, uh, that's the Emory's. And, man, they have been serving Central Texas since 1943. You know, at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is simple. That's to make sure that their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. Their Central Texas's largest structural steel pipe and metal building components distributor. They're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. You know, if uh, if you're building a metal building or a barn dominium, which, man, that, those are the hot things right now, and you don't know how to really get started, I mean, you're like, what do I do? I know I want one, but what do I do? Well, contact Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and they'll help you find the best contractor for the project. They service the largest selection of metal building contractors in all of Central Texas, and they're going to be happy to point you in the right direction. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has two locations. They're down in Bryan, and they're also right here in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5, Saturdays from 8 until noon. It's Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. 
That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Oklahoma and Texas officially notified the Big 12 this morning that they will not renew their grants of media rights following the expiration in 2025, according to a joint statement released by both schools. The Houston Texans have initially insisted they would not trade Deshaun Watson shifted their stance on the quarterback's trade availability earlier this offseason and have been willing to field offers from interested teams. Currently, the U.S. is in second in the medal count. China leads with 18, the U.S. has 14, and Japan with 13. The Olympics continue today with medal rounds in swimming, shooting, and women's triathlon. Texas Rangers are on their longest losing streak since 1982, 12 straight, and have a much-needed day off before hosting the Diamondbacks tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. We are 21 now away from 5 o'clock on a Monday afternoon. Hope you're having a good day. Our CNC Collision Center text line is uh, 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Anything you want to sound off in the wide world of sports. What what would you like to see happen with the Big 12 Conference? What would you like to see happen with the Baylor Bears? Honestly, Ward, I, I know that you're looking to land in a in a power in a power five deal. I, I get like. that. I mean, ultimately, that's what you know. That's you know that's what drives the train is the money and the TV money for those for those uh, power five conferences. But man, do you want to watch baseball and softball and I mean all of the sports when they have a Wednesday night game on the West Coast? Yuck. If right? you want to make I mean, the money, that may be the only choice you well, have. Well, no, I get it. I, I totally get what you're saying. No, you're right. I mean, if if that's your choice from a uh, from a Power 5 standpoint and you can find your way into that league, absolutely you take it. But I'm telling I you, I don't, I don't, I don't much like it. I don't – well, I, and I'm not sure the Pac-12 would take very many out of the – Big 12. Do they want four? Do they need four more to get to 16? Kind of like telling, the, they, they might take Oklahoma State. They might take Texas Tech. They won't take Baylor, and they won't take TCU. Fan okay. base is not big enough. And that gets them to 14. Yeah. They're yeah. still too shy if you're going to play that 16. I, I know. But, if if but, 16's the magic number. But those two teams will not be invited. I'm, I'm just saying. All right. Uh, they both found their way into this league. <laughs> so I, but, I, I agree with that. I know. So... What happens behind the scenes is probably fascinating and sure. amazing. Uh, but and I get your point. I mean, very valid. I mean, in those state schools in Tech and Oklahoma State, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that they're fits, but I'm what, not either. What, I, but, I don't think so either. But, but what's I, left? I think is they have a leg. I think they have a leg up on right. the other two, and I. The question is, what does the ACC do? You, we talked about West Virginia. Mm-hmm. That's one. Mm-hmm. 
What else? <laughs> I mean, if everybody's trying to get I mean, to they, that 16 they, number. They may go for Kansas because of basketball. Again, everything I hear is that basketball is irrelevant when I, it comes to yeah, this deal. I, I do too, but I mean, when you have a marquee program like that, that might give them could you something. Imagine, could you imagine and, and Duke, again, North Carolina, Kansas all in one league? I mentioned Kansas and Baylor going out and partnering up because of basketball and trying to find something in the ACC or something like that. That might be an advantage for both of those schools to do that because, I mean, those two programs, basketball-wise, push the needle. I, you know, and, and again, I don't know how this works. And it's, it's not. A, it's not a. It's not really quote unquote about basketball. It's about the football money that you can make. But sometimes you have to roll with what's good and what you got. That would and be that would... neither one of those schools right now have the football program that pushes the button. And from a from a basketball league perspective, the ACC, if you had. If you had Duke, North Carolina, Baylor, and Kansas, giddy up, right? Yeah, I mean, that'd be a great league basketball-wise. Just, but with, with that said, everything that that every conversation you hear, it's about television and football, television well, and, and football, and, and they're married. Television and football. Make no mistake about it; it is. Yeah, but you know, if you're going to get left out in the cold because of that. Then you have to do something else, right? And, and if with, I with, mean, in my question, take is Kansas simple. football. Is it going to push the needle for any conference no, to say, "Hey, we want not. that football program over here"? No. It's not. No. And the question is is simple. Once the SEC extends that invitation to Texas and Oklahoma, and that will, in essence, get them to sixteen. Mm-hmm. Do the other Power Five conferences minus the Big Twelve? Do they strive now to get to 16? Do, they don't have to at this I don't, point. I don't think they have to at this point, but I think eventually, yeah, they'll start looking around. I think around. this is the domino. Yeah, they'll start looking around to see, okay, this is coming down the line. We better be out in front of it as best we can. And probably long before 2025. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Hey, uh, Cowboys continue their uh, their, uh, their their camp in, in Oxnard. And, you know, I was just uh, doing a little – behind-the-scenes work, making sure everything is, is good to go for the Cowboy broadcast. Do you realize, guys, we have a broadcast of the Dallas Cowboys next week? Next, next Thursday night. week. Wow. Next Thursday night, the 5th of August. It is the uh, Hall of Fame game. And, man, oh, man, <laughs> it's here. It is absolutely here. Uh, Jerry Jones was uh, asked about Dak Prescott, and he said, I believe it was Saturday, that Dak Prescott – had his very best workout uh, that he's ever seen. I thought Dak Prescott had the best day of practice that I've seen since he's been a Dallas Cowboy uh, yesterday. I thought that's the best day I've seen him practice. So that's that's encouraging. Not real sure how you come to that conclusion. What he did in a in in non-contact. Johnny Walker Blue. <laughs> he was. Did you know he was twenty-one to twenty-four, and two drops. In shorts and a T-shirt. So, uh, but you know, even at, with that said, uh, again, he likes he likes his football team. Most people do in July. Uh, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Ward, is this a team that that wins the East? Is this a team that really truly contends for the NFC Championship? On the latter part, I don't think so. 
on the earlier part that could win the East, probably because it's a mess. I mean, they're going to have the best quarterback, right? Washington's offense is terrible. The defense is good. We don't know anything about the Giants. Philadelphia, it's kind of a train wreck right now. I mean, they've got, you know, they're trying to figure out their quarterback situation. They really don't know. They think Jalen Hurts is the guy. Defensively, they lost some guys. They're going to be kind of scratching their head defensively trying to figure it out. I mean, if you if you look at the East, the Cowboys with Dak Prescott and, and the offense, we don't know about the defense yet, but it's, quote-unquote, supposed to be improved. But just with that offense, they're probably the favorites for the East. It's, and that's not saying a whole hell of a lot. It, the league is now a forward pass league, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. the running game is very much secondary in the NFL. I think you're going to see more of it this year. You might, but I'm telling you, of in the East, there's no question a good, not great, because I don't, you know, we don't know where he's going to be coming off the injury. But if Dak Prescott is good, then he's the best quarterback in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. And if he's the best quarterback in the East and they got the receiving core, which they do, then they should win a bunch of football games. Now, they may be shootouts within the division, but they should win some football games. Now, does that get them in the NFC Championship? I don't know. There's a lot. Of, I think they know. got a lot. I mean, I, I wouldn't even fathom to say that they can contend for that yet. Not, not as bad as the defense has been But they previously. should win the East. They should win the they East. They should. Because it's a terrible league. It, granted, with that said, they should win the East. Yes. So there you go. All but right. Just because they win the East is what I'm saying is that doesn't vault them no, to no, an no. NFC No, no, no. I mean, you could win the East at 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah, we, absolutely. 7-9. It's happened before. <laughs> it has happened before. <laughs> 447, 13 away from, from 5. We'll get back into uh, the Cowboys. Which we'll, we may circle back around today if we get time. But on the way. We're going to get to the uh, the Ranger Roundup, see what's going on there, and then we're going to dive right back into this Big 12 thing because, it, it, you know, we, and rightfully so, we're looking at it from our perspective. We're looking at it from how does this affect Baylor University? How does it affect Waco, Texas? I mean, because it does, make no mistake about it, the, the decision made today or finalized today by Oklahoma and Texas, does affect the city of Waco and tourism and people coming to town for football games. Make no mistake about it. It has a financial effect on this community. Hotels, uh, restaurants, gas I mean, just the list goes on and on and on. Yeah, because if they do somehow find, which I don't think they will, but if they do somehow find a way into the Pac-12, well, that stadium's not going to be near the visitor capacity that it has been in the past not with when texas came to town or when even ou came to town or certainly not when tcu came to town right i mean that place was rocking with with the other team's fan base don't you have to find a way to play some of these guys even if it's a non-conference game i mean and i know we're looking way ahead here but how far ahead are we really looking? I mean, well, it depends on where you land yeah. to where you feasibly can play those non-conference games because they just may not be available to you on the schedule, or they may not want to play you on the schedule because of they've got to find some, you know, some easier competition. Some I I don't know how long these payable games for these smaller universities are going to survive mm, now. That's either. a good question, especially if. 
you know, you're hearing a lot of rumor about, hey, if we go to the 12-team playoff, let's eliminate one regular season game because well, we're not going to need it. Well, you're not going to need that. And the other thing is you better ramp up your competition if you want to be one of those 12. Yeah. Because nope. that cupcake is not going to count. No. Against the strength of schedule. I, I get it. I mean, but also, I mean, you can play 11 instead of 12, and, and the dollars would probably be okay for those power For the five, ones that make it. For the power five school. Well, everybody's going to get a taste of it. I mean, they, they are. All right. Hey, we, uh, we're running behind here. I know. Aaron keeps looking at me. Uh, we're going to talk a second here about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. You know, uh, July is a hot one. <laughs> Boy, how do you, yeah, I, I think we're going to find out today that we may hit triple digits. But uh, So Alan Samuels is turning up the heat and making the hottest deals around, and they're doing it on their great lineup of Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, and Fiats. Check them out today. You can go online and do it at alansamuelsdcj.com. And then, you know, kind of kind of narrow down, okay, I want to look at that one. I want to look at that one. Yeah, those two right there. Yeah. I, and then go by 201 West Loop 340 and talk to Ted Teague and his staff at Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. They're going to make you a heck of a deal. And then they're going to provide you all of this incredible service after the sale, and that's one of the reasons why they, uh, the you know, that they're uh, they're one of the uh, one of the premier dealers in all of the state of Texas when it comes to providing that great service. Ram is the uh, three P Motor Trend Truck of the Year, and uh, the Ram trucks are the top safety pick for trucks in 2021. Check them out today at uh, Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat 201 West Loop 340. Your friend in the car business. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu alumni. Drive it forward with the First Central Credit Union Auto Loan. We will donate to the local Mentoring Alliance Waco, formerly serving as Boys and Girls Club of Waco. When you refinance or get a new or used auto loan, rates are as low as 1.99% APR on a new vehicle. You will save and every auto loan activates a donation for local kids. Plus, you can defer your payment for up to 90 days. It's money for kids and a new ride for you. Visit FirstCentralCU.com for details and flexible terms. Everything we do, we do for you. Loan subject to credit approval and some restrictions apply. Now through August, member NC. The Monster Trucks are coming. For the first time, Monster Trucks are coming to Riesel, Texas. Highlight Real Entertainment presents the Monster Truck Family Reunion Tour at the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Friday, July 30th and Saturday, July 31st. Gates open at 5. Free pit party from 5.30 till 6.30. The show starts at 7. Come see the best trucks in the country. Power wheels for 3 to 7 years old. 
tough trucks, side-by-side racing. Take a ride on a real monster truck. Bleacher seating is limited, so bring your lawn chairs. Concessions available, but BYOB with a $10 cooler charge. No glass bottles. Tickets are $10 for 3 to 12-year-olds. 13 and up are $20. You can buy tickets online at HighlightReal.com or at the gate. Monster Truck Family Reunion Tour, July 30th and 31st at Riesel Mines Club Fairgrounds. Special thanks to RDO Equipment, Slowboy Trucking, and United Rentals. Get your tickets today at H-Y-L-I-T-E-R-E-A-L.com. All right, 454, we are six away from... That was special. <laughs> We're 454, six away from five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. The uh, Rangers lose again, guys, yesterday, three to one. They score, Shocking. They score one run, and they grab the – you don't have it? They score one run, and they, they do it uh, and take an actual lead, but – then things just didn't go so well for him. But the- okay, so the TV broadcast—I don't know if you had a chance to check it out. All right, it was—it's 99 innings since the Rangers have had a lead. They were arguing yesterday when they scored the one run to—to—they to, were ahead for half an inning until Houston scored two in the bottom half. So. Does that carry over? Do the 99 innings continue, <laughs> or does that streak break? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like, what, 99 bottles of beer on the wall? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, but it's a valid point that they were arguing, and I started saying, well, well, no, they haven't had a lead in 101 innings now, or whatever it is. Because the inning wasn't complete, right? See, that's what I say. And, now, and what do you say? I, I tend to agree with you. Now, d- to say they've never had a lead – is incorrect because they did have the lead, but if you're if you're saying if ab- you're consecutive inning wise in, in that count, no, I would say they did not have the lead because okay, they immediately that, coughed that's it what up. I thought too, and then then they got me second guessing because I they kept arguing back and forth, and I was thinking, well, maybe I'm just wrong, but for the sake of keeping that at the half inning, keeping that ugly state. <laughs> Streak well, alive, I would like to say they haven't had a lead. The only argument you could get. I guess I could give is the if for for the other side is when games end with the team not batting in the bottom of the ninth, it's mm-hmm. a half an inning, and that sta- those stats in the top half do count. Right, that would be my only argument. But no, if you're saying consecutive innings, a inning is both teams at the bottom of the in- after that inning at is the conclusion closed. of that inning. No, I agree with you. Okay. I agree with you. That's what I would say. Now, to say that they haven't had a lead in 99 innings is incorrect, but to say that they haven't had a lead after 99 completed innings, that would be my argument. Okay. Because, again, they did have a lead, <laughs> albeit short-lived. and Right. But the yeah. streak was 90. They haven't had a lead in 99 innings. Right. Okay. Well, you go to the inning 100 because it's the next one. I would say that that streak continues because at the end of the inning – they didn't have the lead again. All right, let's give you some uh, numbers. Here's our stat of the day. You ready? Only four teams in Major League Baseball have lost 10 or more games coming out of the All-Star break. The 35 Braves lost 13. The 2011 Mariners lost 12. The 2004 D-backs lost 11. And the 37 Senators 
which is the Rangers, have lost 10. The 2021 Rangers joined that group following the loss to the Astros. Texas has now lost a season-high 12 games in a row since uh, relocating to Arlington at the start of the 72 season. The Rangers have only had two losing streaks longer than their current skin. A 15-gamer in in September of 72 and 12 straight in 82. So uh, there you so go. So the 82 stat is tied. If they yeah. lose tomorrow, mm-hmm. it's a brand-new record. Now, come on. You cannot lose at home to the absolute worst team in baseball. Can you? Yes. <laughs> we'll see. All right, 458. That is our Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Tune in to John Morris's Big 12 football previews here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Presented by State Farm agents Bob Anderson, Bart Romig, and Mike McKenzie, George's Restaurant and Catering, and Bruner Motors in Stephenville. John Morris's Big 12 football previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Imagine an HVAC as unnoticeable as the air itself. Sounds pretty good, huh? The new Dakin Fit AC unit. Space-saving design and quiet technology. It's a great fit for your home. The perfect fit for your space and budget. Call Lockridge Priest today. Call us today at 888-878-1531 or visit us online at LockridgePriest.com. Get your home fit today. Lockridge Priest, making life comfortable since 1963. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid.
All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Just after 5 o'clock, if you are on your way home, please drive carefully uh, as uh, as you wrap up a work day. And, boy, Monday is in the books as uh, we welcome into the program Scott Chasen from Kansas 247 Sports. Scott, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I always enjoy being uh, played on by Macklemore's Thrift Shop, so I'll take it. <laughs> there you go. Scott, just a typical uh, week or 10 days uh, in the summertime, right? I mean, everybody's kind of just chill and, and, and just kind of getting ready for football, so there's not much going on right now, is there? <laughs> you know, they say football or, or the summertime when you cover college sports or you participate in it, obviously, is supposed to be the boring time, but I don't think there's ever been a more action-packed June or July than what college sports is seeing right about now. What is what is the take on the Texas OU departure in your part of the world? Yeah, I think maybe the, the first thought was some anger or disappointment or whatever, because I think if you're at a school like Kansas, you cheer on a school like Kansas, uh, you're concerned, right? You're worried about the potential of, getting left out when things shuffle around. I think that's the anxiety that happens for a lot of different places. I mean, pretty much any school that isn't a a giant in college football or, you know, just absolutely fantastic when it comes to branding and revenue, uh, you know, obviously like a Texas. And so, uh, you know, I I think there's probably some concern. And and then I think that has turned, at least in Lawrence and at least at the administrative level, uh, to being proactive and, and to trying to figure out what those next steps are rather than sitting back and saying, you know, let's see how the pieces move around, what's, you know, what's going on. Um, I think Kansas is taking a more proactive approach, but I think there's been a lot of discomfort, um, probably mostly by fans, and I think there's been a lot of just curiosity at, at what kind of happens next from here. There was rumors that Kansas reached out to the Big Ten and then that was shut down. It said that Big Ten and Kansas did not really talk to each other. Is that, though, a natural fit for the Jayhawks? Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting because I think a lot of KU fans, if you kind of take the pulse of that fan base, would be maybe even happier going to the Big Ten than, you know, maybe they feel at times in the Big 12. Uh, the Big Ten's a natural fit for a few different reasons. Uh, academics, Kansas is an AAU institution, and, and maybe some people think that doesn't matter, but 13 of the 14 Big Ten programs are, and I don't see them admitting anyone other than maybe like a superpower in the sport uh, that doesn't fall into that category. Iowa State, by the way, also falls into that category. So, you know, if the Big Ten wanted to bring in a couple teams, then, then boom, there you go. For uh, Kansas geography-wise, it obviously makes much, much, much more sense than uh, pretty much any other conference. And, you know, you you probably can't argue that it makes more sense than, you know, being in the Big 12, but Kansas has a huge alumni base in Chicago. Kansas is obviously near Iowa, Nebraska. A lot of these schools are within driving range, uh, maybe just as much as most of the Big 12 schools outside of, you know, obviously Kansas State and Iowa State are a little bit closer. You know, the Oklahomas are a little bit closer. But if you go with a partner, um, you know, geography distance isn't going to change that much. And then I think the real important thing is that college football and college sports seem to be moving in this direction, at least in my opinion, to either super conferences where there are just a few, two or three that really uh, are those big conferences, or to something that breaks away from the sport entirely. And, And I think when you get to that point, when you get to maybe these huge conferences wanting to branch off, 
you would much rather be in one of those conferences, have a seat at the table, be part of that discussion than on the outside. So I think for a number of reasons, basketball would be, you know, electric and fun and you get to play Indiana, Michigan State, and you, you know, um, get to rekindle some rivalries or even uh, build some new ones up. I think that would be great. And then you see what the football program can do. But yeah, to me, the Big Ten, for just about every single reason you can come up with, to me, the Big Ten would have to make the most sense for Kansas. You mentioned Kansas and maybe even Iowa State in a package deal. Where does that leave Kansas State, in your opinion? You know, that that's what's tough because I think some people would like to see them packaged together, but at least what we've seen so far is there's not necessarily any indication that that would have to be the case. You know, I think it's a scary place to be in for a lot of schools. I don't exclude Kansas from this group, but I think Kansas State definitely falls into it where – geographically you're not really that close to it to any of the other places you don't necessarily fit into some of the categories that some of these conferences look for i gave the example of like being an aau institution uh when it comes to the big 10 and that being something that's very important to that conference so i think you're probably feeling a little bit more nervous if you're down the road at k-state but i also think k-state has some options too because you know uh, when i look at a conference like the pac-12 uh, to me, you know, remove kind of, uh, I would say, semi-incompetent administration aside, the Pac-12 has largely may- maybe failed as too strong, but it, it just hasn't kind of branched out uh, for a few reasons, but one of which is, like, Pac-12 ever play a game that doesn't start at, like, 10 p.m.? You know, like, there there are just so many things that, that it's so far removed from the rest of the sports world and so spread out that I think, you know, maybe if you're the Pac-12, you come to these Big 12 teams and say, hey, you know, we want to add six of you, and we want to create a Midwest pod or, a, you know, two divisions, like a, a West and an East, and, and actually we're going to be the first super conference, uh, even before, you know, the SEC or the Big Ten or any of these. And, and I think that's probably, you know, I, I'm not in Manhattan, but to me that that's probably a best-case scenario, something like that developing, where you keep all your regional partners, you keep a lot of these nearby opponents, and then also you're, you're kind of merged into this bigger super conference because I think for both Kansas and Kansas State, I don't, I don't think this is unique to either. The worst case scenario is that the other one of you gets a power five spot or, you know, power four or whatever is left over and you don't because now how are you going to recruit the state of Kansas? How are you going to recruit these nearby areas uh, when you can't even offer, you know, some of those same opportunities? You know, you won't have the same access to to conference revenue, to upgrade facilities. You may not have the same TV deal. You know, all of a sudden it becomes that much harder. So um, I I think there are probably some nerves down the road too and and maybe even a little bit more than at Kansas. You know, Kansas with basketball program, that's that's the one that pushes the needle for the Jayhawks. And and football is kind of the also-ran. And no disrespect, but that's just where it is right now. Mm -hmm. Does that hurt them trying to find another conference with football being the money sport? I think it probably does, and I think at the end of this all, if Kansas gets left on the outside looking in, you know, assuming the Big 12 does fold and they don't just bring in a few new teams, uh, I think you would then point to football, and you would say, hey, that was probably the biggest reason why. Now, uh, you mentioned the basketball program. I I think that gives Kansas a floor, because I, I even look at a conference like the ACC under Jim Phillips, the new commissioner there. You know, he was the athletic director at Northwestern when Travis Goff, who is now the athletic director at Kansas, Travis Goff was the uh, deputy AD there. So he was working under Jim Phillips. And I think Goff knows that relationship is there. I I think 
you know, if the ACC wanted to expand, which I also see as a possibility, you know, West Virginia makes sense just geographically. And I think a school like Kansas could probably um, maybe sneak in isn't the right word, but, you know, find a way to make something work out there. I do think the basketball program gives Kansas a little bit of a floor in that regard. But, you know, at the same time, the football thing can kind of be spun two ways because you can look at it, you know, from the perspective of, uh, according to USA Today, Kansas was third in revenue in the Big 12 the last year before the pandemic and in the top 30 nationally. And that's with the football program, you know, basically being as bad as it possibly could be. You know, over the last decade plus, they've averaged 1.9 wins per season, which is, I mean, that's worse than you would even want in your rebuilding year. You know, you'd hope to at least get a few wins. And so um, just from that perspective, I, I I expect and suspect that Kansas will sell it that way and say, look at how good the revenue is. And that's with football not doing anything. Now wait until it gets good. Um, but yeah, on the flip side, I, I think it's very valid if, you know, let's say the Big Ten. Uh, I could see the Big Ten coming back to Kansas and saying, yeah, you know, we like the basketball. We like what you're offering. But, you know, we just can't take Rutgers 2.0 when it comes to football in this conference. You know, I, I could see that being, you know, another uh, or a case for them. Scott, is there any way, in your opinion, that uh, without Texas and without Oklahoma, that this league can can keep it together and 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 maybe go find a team or two to that that's kind of a marquee name, that brandy name, as you mentioned? Is there any way this league can 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 stay soli- uh, solid and, and keep it together? You know, I I like the idea of that just because of that's what I'm familiar with, right? And you know, it, it would be a shame to lose all these games, especially you know this one's gone regardless, but. You know, I would have loved to see Texas play Kansas in basketball with Chris Beard and Bill Self and what Chris Beard is already starting to build there uh, for years and years and years. Like, I think that would be absolutely awesome. But to me, that's probably the most unstable of the solutions. Still probably better to be Power 5 than not. But I think the concern comes from when you don't have those anchors and you don't have that Oklahoma and that Texas what really, you know, legitimizes your conference and what really, I guess, differentiates you from, you know, maybe not a group of five conferences giving smaller payouts to teams, but in terms of competition, I think that puts the Big 12 really far back uh, behind the other power conferences. And, you know, maybe you get around that by adding four teams. Maybe you go back to 12 and you try and find the pieces to fill in. But then what happens when one more, you know, one more of those schools wants to leave or all of a sudden the Big Ten or the the SEC wants to expand by two more teams and then you're doing this kind of song and dance again? I think the possibility is maybe uniquely open if indeed like Texas A&M was just like incensed at the SEC and wanted to jump shit because it hates Texas that much. I don't see that happening. So I think most likely – I think the Big 12 will explore routes to keep the conference together, but man, it seems like a lot of schools already are kind of focused on the, what do we do now that this thing is folding as compared to what would we do if this thing folded? Scott, uh, what are you guys working on? Uh, we got a lot of stuff on realignment. Uh, I can tell you that. We just put out a, a piece this morning in conjunction with all the other uh, team sites that cover a big 12 schools of just saying, you know, hey, what's the status on your team? What's going on? Um, and then on the basketball side, the NBA draft is coming up. So these next couple of days, uh, we're going to have a lot of preview content on Marcus Garrett and just his journey. Scott, as always, we appreciate it. Scott Chaser from Kansas247sports.com. We appreciate your time. We'll talk to you soon.
That is Scott Jason from uh, Kansas 247 Sports. Uh, coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to dive back into uh, some Olympic conversation. Now, you guys told me not to think anything about those losses in the uh, in their uh, in their tune-up games, but now that we're in play. The Olympic basketball team lost to France. We'll talk about that coming up in just a couple of minutes. Plus, we will get to uh, Roger Wallace from KXAN down in Austin, Texas. We'll talk to him coming up before the bottom of the hour right here on ESPN Central Texas. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A Hall of Famer stopped by training camp Sunday, and you'll hear from him right after this. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. Troy Aikman visited training camp here in Oxnard yesterday and talked about presenting former head coach Jimmy Johnson for induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Troy was just 15 years old when he first met Jimmy, and while Troy later turned down Jimmy's scholarship offer, there's no way he'd refuse the honor of Jimmy's request to help induct him into the hall. So yeah, we go back a long way, and uh, there were some uh, pretty tough moments. It's probably a huge upset that I'm the one presenting him for the, uh, for the Hall of Fame. If anybody was around during that time, they, they, they wouldn't have foresaw that happening. So it meant a lot. Jimmy and fellow former Cowboys Cliff Harris and Drew Pearson will be inducted the weekend after the Cowboys play the Steelers in Canton on August 5th. As for today in Oxnard, it's the players' day off. That's today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and still very warm with low temperatures falling to 76 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. There is a 20% chance of a shower in the afternoon, a high of 99 with a heat index of 104. And on Wednesday, partly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower and a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. Pat Nunley, our special guest in the studio. It's the good guys can win big. Mm-hmm. It really is. They are good guys. Now, they are nasty on the floor. <laughs> but they are good guys. They're good people. They, they, In the culture, you have to be a good person. You have to be a good teammate, great teammate. And so that's all cultural. But it's just nice to see really good guys winning really big. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. 
Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. All right, 518, 18 minutes after 5. Ward, talk to me. Panic? Is it panic time for the uh, Olympic basketball team? They lose to, to France. So, no, I don't think it's panic time. But, Not yet. But you guys told me don't sweat it. Don't worry. They're just exhibition I mean, it, games. It, it is the first loss in Olympics since 2004. So, that goes back a ways. 25 games? So, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm not going to panic yet. Um, look, they Olympic the, basketball they, is a heck of a lot better now than it has been in the past, even the past three or four Olympics. Precisely, which was my point all along, that you're not playing the Sisters of the Poor anymore, and you're not, you don't have guys out there that you just beat by 50 who want your autograph. They want to beat your brains in. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> This team just not playing very good right now. So we'll see. We shall see how this thing all unfolds. But man alive, uh, they did have a 25-game winning streak in Olympic play snapped with that loss to France. Gold medals, uh, I I beg your pardon, total medal count. China's on top with 18. The U.S. has 14. Japan with 13. It's 520. Stay with us. There's more coming up, including a conversation with uh, Roger Wallace from KXAN. That's next on ESPN Central Texas. All it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walk all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. 
Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Just call Good Feet Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services, your need is our priority. Call BP Services at 254-292-8908. Your need is our priority. 292-8908. Your need is our priority. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Five twenty-two, twenty-two minutes after five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron. We go to the phone lines and we welcome in from KXAN TV in Austin and the Texas Longhorn Radio Network. Roger Wallace. Roger. Good afternoon. Welcome to the program. And let's jump right into this thing. How in the world did Texas and Oklahoma keep this silent for so long? Man, that's a good question, Tom. Uh, from all I heard. Today could have been the most shocking day in college sports had that story not broken. I think they both wanted to, to do it on their own terms. But uh, here we are, and uh, it looks like the, the first shoe, the most important shoe, has dropped in this move. Is there any way, Roger, that this league can survive without Oklahoma and Texas? Yeah, right. I, I guess that's a, that's a question that uh, Bob Bowlesby ate presidents and ad's and maybe some future ones are trying to figure out but they better make a pretty big splash don't you think with uh adding at least two and uh maybe four to at least get the you know get back to the 12 uh but you know it's it's going to be it's going to be difficult for for the longhorns does is this pushing the needle financially for them is that why the big move is it a Um, combination of the financial side of it and maybe the recruiting side of it because they felt like they may have been behind the SEC recruiting-wise? Yeah, and, and maybe just the big picture of, of where is college sports headed. Name, image, and likeness, I think, was also something that opened the door to, okay, we're all kind of on a level playing field as far as that goes, if you know what I mean. I mean, kids are going to make money now. It's not going to be uh, It's not going to be in the shadows uh, anymore. And so I think they just said, where's our spot 20, 30, 40 years from now with all that's going down and, and, uh, you know, jumped in, uh, jumped in lockstep with uh, Oklahoma. The uh, great irony of all this is the most hated rivals are, uh, arm in arm in this move. <laughs> we were, we were talking about it and Roger, we all, we all understand that, uh, the almighty dollar is going to drive this, this train, but it does make for some interesting football matchups for Texas 
and it certainly makes for some interesting baseball matchups for Texas. Wait, you mean this includes all sports? I thought it was just football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you aren't kidding. And, and think about, we're, we're sitting outside of uh, Royal Texas Memorial Stadium and thinking about the home schedule because their marquee non-conference is at Arkansas. So, you know, you get Louisiana and you get Rice in here. Louisiana's a really good team, but it doesn't excite season ticket holders. And then you've got your Big 12 schedule knowing you're never going to have your biggest rival, Oklahoma, play in Austin. So, therefore, it's always uh, what's left, and it's never really excited fans, even when schools are good. And I, I respect the heck out of what Iowa State's doing, what K-State's done. Baylor had their, ha- has had their run, and they're really good. But that doesn't necessarily mean that equates to excitement about those games being here. And then, to your point, Tom, uh, the baseball is going to be incredible. Now, the baseball schools have been fine. Texas and Texas A&M have been playing a uh, midweek game. Uh, they played in the regional, so that's been done. Basketball, they played up in uh, Fort Worth. They played in the Bahamas. That's been done. So it's really all about what's going to happen when these teams <laughs> get across from each other on the football field. How much is that really going to help the ticket sales, but also just the excitement, LSU coming to town, Alabama coming to town, just list goes on and on, the Bulldogs of Georgia coming to town. I mean, that in alone – should excite not only the ticket holders for for the stadium, but every business around the stadium as well. Yeah, no doubt. And it, uh, you guys will see it. I don't know. You've probably seen pictures, but the South End Zone project is pretty spectacular. That's going on, and that's got a big price tag, and it's primarily uh, going to generate suites revenue. Uh, and they want to lock those down too. So you know, the, the capacity is actually going down a little bit, but obviously they have more revenue opportunities with what they're doing in that south end zone so yeah money's always uh right there either at the forefront or or close behind but but you're right it's going to bring a new excitement and uh it'll be interesting guys i mean texas has always kind of laughed at the whole notion that that schools cheer for their conference uh and, and now they're part of it and i don't i talked to uh you know one of the uh, prides of of your your part of the state central texas Quan cosby and he said you know, he's going to throw up if he hears Texas fans chanting SEC. So, uh, you know, I don't think that's going to be the case down here. But, they, you know, they're going to have to eat a little crow because now they're going to be one of them most likely. Roger, is, as this gets the, the SEC to 16, does that domino start to, to fall as well in your opinion? Do you see the Big Ten going and getting 16 in the pack? To, I mean, is this the start of the super conferences? Well, it's it's either that or back to your first question, Tom. And how does the how does the Big Twelve survive? If the Big Twelve survives, then it, maybe it takes a little bit longer. The the easy, quick answer is, you know, Kansas heads to the Big Ten or the ACC. Texas Tech heads west. TCU, you know, you're not sure Baylor what they're going to do. But if they don't, then I don't think it's the Super Conference for the next cycle or so. But if they do, then yeah, I think you're going to be down to to the four power and, and see how they uh they divide themselves up when is the when is the first sec game for the longhorns there's no way this thing drags out to 2024 2025 well they play september 11th in in fayetteville but that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a non-conference game uh i i guess my first thought would be next year that's kind of how it went for a&m and for missouri uh but maybe 
because of the, the financial repercussions and things like that, they wait too, but that seems like a long time to be uh, doing this, and I would think the Big, Big 12 would want to make their move, and who knows what other schools do uh, to make their move. So I, I would think probably best guess is one more season. Roger, I know you got to go. I appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Uh, thanks, and, and thanks for popping on with us. Appreciate it. Roger Wallace from KXAN down in uh, down in Austin, Texas, and he covers the Longhorns for his television station, and he's also a part of the uh, the radio broadcast. It is uh, 5.30. This is game time. Ah, and, and absolutely nobody that we've had on this program last week or this week sees any realistic way that the league is going to survive. I, I don't either, and, and we talked about it earlier. I, I just I don't think – I mean, it, it all sounds good, and regionally we can put these teams in here and we can bring, you know, the old Southwest Conference minus the Longhorns. We can put them back together and everything will be good. Well, yeah, but there's no money in it, and that's what drives it. Does – and I just, this just struck me just 30 seconds ago. Do you go to ESPN and do you go to Fox – and do you say, what does it need to look like for you to be on board moving forward beyond 2025? I think they'd laugh at you. I think they'd say, look you right in the eye and say, there's nothing you can do. There's, there's nobody a, out there. There should always be something you could do, whether it's feasible or realistic. You know, that's one thing. But there's got to be something. I don't I don't know who you go poach and, and push the needle with, though. You got to throw some... Yeah, well, good you gotta, luck. You got to wave it at them. There's no question. Yeah, you'd you'd have to. I mean, I think you'd have to have that contract in place. You'd have to have a guaranteed from ESPN or Fox or or somebody to oh, say, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, if you come over here, we'll we'll guarantee you this amount of money, and then maybe somebody would consider it. Maybe, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, who would that be? I don't know. I mean, you say BYU. I don't think that they the brand pushes the needle enough for ESPN or Fox to for that to work for them. And look, I I'm, mean you, you you could say okay, Notre Dame's looking to go somewhere, but yeah, that's not they're, where they're, they're going. They're they've already positioned here. themselves for the ACC. Yes, they're a member of the ACC if they ever are forced into a league. Yes. There's no question. That deal's done and that ship has sailed. I don't know. Do you go do you go uh, do you do you approach your former brethren? Do you go talk to Colorado? Do you go talk to Nebraska? I don't know. I'm just throwing out ideals. I, I, right I hear here. you. Uh, I don't. I don't. For me, I, I mean, it, Colorado does nothing. I mean, they don't have the brand. Nebraska, they've got the brand now. They've got the brand. And they got the fan base. Yes. I mean, they pack the place, and I don't care if they're playing checkers. Right. They that's that's something they do, and they haven't exactly set the woods on fire in football since they left the Big Twelve. No, they haven't. So, they haven't. so I mean, I don't, that, I don't that, know. And that might that might be a. I'm just an option, but <laughs> I just it's. I know it's a reach, man. But I just I don't. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just you, sick you're about really this. reaching out there. I just I don't see the Big Twelve surviving. I don't. I see it splintering up and everybody going their own way. See, now, if it does survive, it goes back to what you said earlier. If it does, and and Baylor and TCU, um. Texas Tech, maybe Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, and Oklahoma State. If they bring somebody else in, no matter who it is, you can just pick any three teams, any four teams. It will not be a power five. 
it will not be a, a conference that competes for the national championship. Hey, it look, just won't. We all Maybe know. every now and then somebody might pull it off where they find a way to sneak into the playoffs. But it won't be a regular conversation for the playoff picture. Look, they're not going to get left out in the cold. Uh, and none of them are. There's there's a place no, for everybody. There'll be a place, right? But is it where we want it to be? For, you know, from a league standpoint, no. It'll be for, like Conference USA or something like that. And I think right now your goal They'll be playing on Tuesday night. I think, have fun with that. I think right now your goal. If you're Bob Bowlesby in the Big Twelve Conference, and uh, and if you're if you're all the the chancellors and the presidents and the ads, I think your goal right now is to go as you you called it what poach somebody. I, I I think you have to. I think you have to at least try. I mean, I don't think you I don't think you dust your hands off and go. Well, that's it. You know, ship sailed. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma's out of here. I think you got to try something. You can have the conversation, but I don't think it's going to do you any good. All they can well, do is say one thing. Yeah, and they're going to say no. Well, they might, but at least you could say we attempted to salvage the league by doing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I don't know. the The biggest incentive they have to keep the conference together, though, is there's still a lot of money left on the table. Like, take out the TV contract, which is obviously going to change. What did they? I forgot what they said. It was fifty, uh, maybe more than fifty percent of their reach left with. Texas and OU, but you're still talking about their exit fees if they stay together. Now, I know that's not assured, but that's $150 million. You're talking about wind chairs from the NCAA tournament that's owed to the conference, and 10 years ago, that was $20 million for the conference uh, over a, for a, that they pay off for a five-year period. It's got to be at least double that now. There's Those numbers are bigger than anything that the American Conference can even conceive of for each school. But they're also going to go. But they'll go down without Texas and OU there. They'll drop dramatically. Absolutely. But I'm talking about that money that's coming in as a start is almost two hundred million dollars. That's guaranteed. Well, that's a drop in the bucket. That doesn't make you survive. I understand that, but it's more than any other conference except the Power. And I can assure you that this is a who's going to blink first deal. yeah. Texas, Oklahoma, soon as, one together, of, soon as one of those other schools blink, then it's done. All that money's off the table. Yeah, then it's done. And, and so you've got to find a way to, you know, hold the thing together. And again, you know what? Force their hands. See what happens. I mean, a lot of things can happen in a couple of years. I, I don't know. I, I, I think I, what we were talking about earlier, Kansas and maybe Iowa State going to the Big Ten, that's going to be the next domino that falls. And that's going to be the end of the Big 12. Well, yeah, I mean, if if one of the other eight exit, then it, it is a sure sign of weakness. And, yeah, you got problems. Mm-hmm. So, hey, let's take a second, and, and, and we'll, we'll continue this conversation uh, here on this, uh, on this Monday afternoon. And let's talk about Circle Drug. 3211 Robinson Drive, locally owned, independent pharmacy, your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. We're talking about uh, uh, free delivery, too, by the way, to your home or to your office. They've got walkers and wheelchairs. They've got diabetic testing and supplies. They've got uh, pr- uh, all kinds of CBD products. They, they handle all of your vaccines. It's, a, it's a, just a great selection of over-the-counter medications, fast, friendly customer service. Uh, you know, you can when you if you go to to a Circle Drug, you can you can go through the drive-through window, you can park and they'll come out to you. You can get go inside, 
or you can uh, go to the uh, the, the walk-up window. There's several options for you at Circle Drug. And what I love about them is the terrific service. I mean, it starts with I call in and say, hey, I need X, Y, and Z refilled. They, they do a little check and go, okay, we'll take care of it. And the next thing I know, I'm getting a text message. Three of your four, four of your four. All of your prescriptions are ready to be picked up. That's how it works. And they they, they text you. I mean, they, they send you a text saying, hey. He, so you're not running by there going, hey, I need to pick up my prescription. Well, it's not ready yet. You, that doesn't happen to you. They, they know your time is, is valuable. So they'll send you a text telling you when to come pick, pick up your prescriptions. Circle Drugs, Scott, uh, Doc Everett and the gang, they, uh, they're open Monday through Friday from 9 until 6 and Saturday from 9 until 2 o'clock. And again, they provide free delivery. It, it's like an old-fashioned drugstore, in my opinion. I mean, they know who you are. They know what your, your medical needs are and, and what's going on with you. And they just, man, they have one objective, and that is to take great care of you when it comes to your, uh, to your prescription needs. We're talking about Circle Drug 3211 Robinson Drive. Morris is Big 12 football previews here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Presented by State Farm agents Bob Anderson, Bart Romig, and Mike McKenzie, George's Restaurant and Catering, and Bruner Motors in Stephenville. John Morris's Big 12 football previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Walking into a gym can be very intimidating and uncomfortable. Mobile Muscle can help. The importance of your health is something you can't put a price on. It's a new year, which means God is giving you the opportunity to start fresh. Life is busy and times are different. With my workout program, I customize a plan that will work specifically for you and come to you. No gym membership wasted, no workout equipment needed, no excuses. I'm Matt Cunningham, and I'm Mobile Muscle. Give me a call or text today, and let's kickstart this year off the right way. 254-716-5174. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. How would you like to win $25,000? Well, now's your chance. Last Chance Bar and Bell Mead is hosting Waco's first karaoke contest starting this Thursday and continuing on Thursday, July 8th, 15th, 22nd, 29th, and also Saturday the 24th. The final four winners will move on to the finals on Saturday, July 31st with a chance to go to the regionals. Pre-register now by visiting Last Chance Bar and Bell Mead. Last Chance Bar and Bell Mead located at 1200 New Dallas Highway in Bell Mead. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing.
All right, 540, 20 away from 6 o'clock. This is game time here on uh, your uh, your Monday afternoon. Let's let's hear from you on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. Where do, where do you see this thing going? What do you see happening? And, again, it's just an opinion. You've got one. I've got one. We've all got one. We're just guessing we at this no point. We have no idea how it's going to happen. No, no, and nobody does. I, I mean, it changes it changes every day. Uh, and, and, you know, raise your hand if you saw this coming a week ago. And, and there's there's a lot of conversation, even from our own Matt Mosley, about Bob Bowlesby, the the athletic uh, the uh, commissioner of the Big 12. He didn't see it coming. But you know what? Neither did any of the other member institutions. Nobody saw this coming. And that's why I asked Roger a minute ago, how in the world did Texas and Oklahoma collaborate on this thing and keep it quiet? I mean, yeah, and they did because know. there was conversations. There's been conversations now that it's out that this thing has been in the works since for six months. Well, it had to be in, you know, for a while. You don't just wake up one morning and call a guy and go, hey, uh, what if we do this? <laughs> sure, <laughs> let's do that. You want to have lunch? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, but I mean, where this thing goes in, 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 you know, what are the twists and turns? We were just, I mean, during the break, we were we were throwing together what could potentially happen. I mean, there's a million and one things that could happen. In, in, but honestly, I do not know, and I'm not sure anybody else does either, how this thing unfolds. But I, I, I do feel pretty confident in saying, Warden, wouldn't you agree that if one of the eight decides to head someplace, that that pretty much... Since that's it, it crumbles. Yeah, don't you agree? I think so. I mean, that, that, that there's no rule that says it has to. No, but I that just would think, be a that would be a, <laughs> a a big chink in the armor. It would it would definitely. I think that that would that would do it. I just I don't I don't know how it survives now. But if one or two teams find a landing spot rapidly, then it's done. It certainly won't survive. Yeah, and what it does, I think, it invites the others to go ahead and fend for themselves. No, I mean, it, it tells some, the others, you better go fend for yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, there's solidarity right now. At least there is, you know, verbally, we're together. We're unified. We, we you know, we're going we're gonna to ride this thing out. That's the conversation today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is it really? I mean, what, 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 what's going on back channel-wise in Ames, what's going on back channel wise in Stillwater, and you would be, you would not be doing your due diligence if you weren't looking out for yourself. Well, what's going on back channel wise in Waco right now? I mean, they've got to be looking around. Baylor has to be looking and going. Okay, so not necessarily this is what we want to do right now, but if we have to do something, you better be prepared. And I think they are. I mean, I, I think they're doing everything they can to say, okay, if A happens, here's what we do. If B happens, here's what we do. If C happens, here's what we do. Yeah. You, ha- you have to align yourself that way, no matter who you are. Baylor, TCU, Texas Tech, Kansas, Kansas, the rest of them. What you if- have to have five plans in place. If A, B, C, or D, or E happens, here's what we do. Because if you just wait and go, well, let's see what happens. Okay, now what do we do? What is, what is the time? And here, and none of us know this. I'm just asking this, this. They're just throwing this out for table talk. What, what is the timetable for being 
proactive to where you you are yesterday at, when you're actively seeking a place to go or do you sit back and say you know what let's let's see what car texas and oklahoma play because i think that's kind of where we are the league versus texas oklahoma who blinks first uh oh you know so well t- you know what they're going to do right now yeah i mean they'll they're gonna they're gonna hang until somebody blinks and they're betting that's the they're thing betting on somebody blinking and somebody will that's what the, that's exactly right the, texas and oklahoma says you know what we're gonna hang tight until one of the other eight bell and when one of the other eight bell then the dominoes start to fall then, and, then we're and, good and, and then it's exit stage right you heard there the, in austin they're you know they're thinking that they're playing in, in in the sec as early as next year and they probably are. So we'll see. I mean, is is this the swan song? You know, this is, is this the uh, Cowboy Rides Away song, if you will? Uh, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see how. I'd how, bet the farm this is the last year on the Big 12. How this thing. Brandon says on our CNC Collision Center text line that the Big 12 needs to add Houston, uh, SMU, and Memphis along with UCF. And again, Brandon, I, I, those are all fun schools to play, but there's not one of those four that has the that has the oomph, if you will, of Texas or Oklahoma to sell to TV. No, and this and, is about and, TV. And it, it would be a fun conference. Yes. He, he's right. It yes, absolutely would be absolutely. a fun conference, a good conference, a competitive conference. But would it get the TV dollars that they're looking for? No, it wouldn't. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. I mean – you, if you just are bound and determined to keep the Big 12 together, you just get used to the fact that you're going to be playing on Tuesday night, on Thursday night, because that's the TV contract you're going to get. And and I don't think people realize the money drop off from the Power Five to like the American Conference. It's from I think the ACC. Well, the Power Five to the Group of Five. I mean, come on. Well, they, and the ACC has the worst one. They get 25 million a year the, around there per school per year from all their athletic contracts. The American Conference, I think, gets two or three million a year per school. It's an enormous drop off. Yeah. And again, you're getting into the haves and the have nots, and that's what I was asking earlier with with this thing getting what this would get the SEC to sixteen, correct? Uh with yeah. with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma. So is that domino one of four sixteen team leagues? Could be. Certainly could be. I I don't I don't know. It just depends on what the other conferences want to do. Do the other conferences want it to go to that, and do they want to share that money with those other extra teams? You know, so you have a west and an east or north and a south in each one of those, and and you're going to get to two teams. And if it does go to that, then it doesn't matter. Then you can build that conference you were just talking about because that's the only hope you have anyway. Well, and that, but that's not going to get you into one of those four of sixteen. I mean, you're you're no, no. it's not. You, just because there's going to be sixteen in the other conferences doesn't mean you're going to get an invite. That's right. That's exactly right. You, so you better somehow you better go align yourself with something or someone. Uh, but with that said, then you are looking at forming. You know, do you form a new league? Do you keep what's left? And I mean, who knows? Uh, it, it's but. It, it, there's more questions than answers, but there's no doubt. And, and I guess when does when does when does the SEC when does the SEC make that formal invitation? Is it tomorrow? Is it next week? Is it next? You know when when do they make that formal invitation? Have they not already? I don't think so. 
I think they had to wait for Texas and Oklahoma to do their deal today. Well, then it'll be by midnight tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it it's a done deal. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it absolutely is. But, I mean, Texas also, and OU wouldn't <clears throat> have fired that shot off the bow this morning unless it was already no, a done deal. No, I think you're right. It's a 549. We're 11 away from 6. This is ESPN Central Texas. We're going to take a second here, and we're going to talk about our good friends over at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, the best burgers in in uh, all of Waco. And and I think it's that secret flavor they put on it. I, I don't know. It's a, it's not a sauce. It's a I, I'm not real sure what it is, but man, it is terrific. And of course, you know they cook that on that flat top grill, and they don't start your order until. You place your order. In other words, it is fresh food cooked your way, whether it's grilled onions or or just a raw onion, whether it's a fried jalapenos or a raw jalapeno, whether it's bacon uh, or whether it's mustard or mayonnaise or ketchup, whatever the case may be, you can get it at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They got chicken fried steak sandwiches, grilled chicken sandwiches, Philly cheesesteak sandwiches, all at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring. If you want to call in your order, you can certainly do so at uh, 753-1603. That's 753-1603 for Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. All right, uh, and, and thanks to uh, David and Perry for being a part of our program and sponsoring Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're uh, in the Alan Samuel Studios this afternoon. It has been fast and furious in, in Ward. I think tomorrow is going to be much the same as we, as we try to put this thing together and figure out where we're headed. It's going to be interesting to see what happens overnight tonight. As you mentioned, uh, it, it, the SEC hasn't stuck their hand out for a formal invitation. I, I, I don't, I don't know that that will happen overnight, but something will. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Thanks to uh, Ward and Aaron. I'm Tom. We'll see you tomorrow right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for today's Spectrum Big Twelve Football Preview. Today, a look at the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Here's John Morris. Hi, everybody. Continuing our series of Big 12 football previews. Today, a look at the Oklahoma State Cowboys. We'll hear from head coach Mike Gundy coming up on today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Every team knows that the two-point play can be a winning move. That's why State Farm agent Bob Anderson and his team are here to help you go for two by combining your home and auto insurance. It's a great call that saves you time and money. So go for the win and score savings by combining your home and auto. It's just another way we're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Bob Anderson at 666-7557 today. Hi, Kyle Soprano here with George's Restaurant, Bar, and Catering to tell you about what's new this season. Come enjoy one of our brand new Big O cocktails and try some of our new items like avocado toast, Italian nachos, and shrimp and grits. You can watch